You're listening to Let's Be Real with Tara Spates. It's Let's Be Real, and I'm your host, Tara Spates. Hey guys, I am excited. This is episode 10, and we're going to talk about some wealth building. I told you guys last week we were going to talk about investments for those who don't have much to invest with, but still want to build um, their portfolio and look towards financial stability as we begin to age and move along in life. So, Sean, thanks for being on this podcast. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you. So, um, not going to hold you long because I know your time is valuable, but I wanted you to be on this episode because you are a prime example of someone um, who wasn't okay with staying where he was, and you gained the knowledge um, and the education to move forward. So I just want to ask you some questions, and you can help our listeners um, hopefully do the same. Okay. So let's start with, okay, growing up and then becoming an adult male, did you have the information, um, access to the information on how to, you know, start to build wealth? No, I did not. Okay. So at what point did you kind of figure out, okay, I want something more, and how did you know where to go and what to do? Um, I can say um, when, you know, going into high school, um, you know, going into high school and um, meeting different um, teachers and stuff like that helped me mm-hmm. out. I had, um, oh, what's the lady's name? Um, FMLA, I believe it's um, a business class that you take in high school. And it yes. teaches you, um, yeah, it teaches you about, you know, how to invest in, um, you know, different stocks and stuff like that. Also, you know, well, I had to bring that back, to, um, you know, bring it back. I don't want to start rambling. Well, you know, when you take the class, it teaches you how to run a school store. So, you know, oh, okay. uh, you know, so that's how I started, you know, from, you know, taking that class. We would, you know, go to school and you have, you know, early in the morning. So school starts at around 8. You'll get there at 7. You open up the school store and you you sell, like, snacks and stuff like that. So, you know, I I believe the the teacher name was Miss Morris. I I don't want to mess her name up. But she gave us the, um, she you know, she gave us the opportunity to learn how to run a business in, you know, school. Oh, okay. So, So, you know, even with, you know, having that class and it gave you, like, insight on a business. That's a little different from like working a job and then knowing, you know, how to put some some away. So when you started working, um, did you think saving or did you think spending because now I have some money? Oh, no, we, 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 it gave us, well, she gave us the opportunity to run the store like it was a business. So we automatically thought saving because, you know, we would go purchase the, the supplies for the store with her. You know, we would go oh, either okay. on a Friday or the weekend. So, you know, when you're selling stuff, we would put some away, you know, so on the weekend we can buy more supplies, which would be like, you know, just stationary items for schools, like, pay, you know, like books and pens and Thank stuff like that. Also, candies right. and stuff like that for the, Since you know, students. So it was more of, you know, we were spending, but it also taught us how, you know, to take in your, your profit and, you know, take in the sales, taking the, the money from the sales and reuse it to buy more material. Yeah, so we always okay. have that, you know, you know, we always have that training of, okay, you have to save and put some away because we have to use that to buy more, you know, supplies and material for, you know, you know. Your right, if you're going to have that business, so it, it, yes. you can't send it right away because you're going to need it. Yes, yep, yes. 
And okay, that's what, that's what got me into savings. You know, because then, you know, once I saw that, I said, okay, so now you, you, you can't just take the money you're making and buy whatever you want. No, you have to, you know, put some away to, you know, get more merchandise. Right. So now you didn't start a business right away, right? So when you came out of high school, did, did you start a business or did you just go work, you know, like a nine-to-five, a regular job? No, I worked um, nine-to-five. So, okay, so I worked for a local um, the union, local 472 union out of North New Jersey doing um, construction. That's what I did oh, okay. at, um, yeah, out of college. So now while you're yeah, doing construction, yes. so now while you're doing construction, um, were you thinking that way, like, okay, I'm going to take some of my money and I'm going to save it and um, invest, or were you just still stuck on just save it? No, I was gonna. I, I was going to take the money and invest, and I always thought about investing and opening my own business. I just didn't have any funds, so everything that I got that I was, you know, you know, when it comes down to the money that I was, you know, receiving, you know, you know the pay that I receiving from working, I would put a percentage away for my future. So for college, also, you know, wanted to go to college, okay. and you know, I had to pay for college myself, and then yes. also wanted to open my business. So when it came down to that, I would take, you know, money for, you know, bills and everyday living, and then I would take a portion of that, and it was like it was it was a drastic amount, like fifty percent of what wow. I would make. I would put away. For you know my future, so you know I would live frugal day to day, and then I would put a lot away to help me out, you know, going forward, you know, for, for my okay, future. Okay, so, like so I'm glad you I'm glad you said that. Let's go back a moment. You said living frugal. So as a young man working construction, so you you know you made a nice penny. Um, you didn't like you know let me go get the new kicks, Jordans, and it's cold, and let me go to Miami or you know take some trips like that. That wasn't you as a young man. No, at, no, at that age, just, you know, 18, 19, 20, I lived in a, what is it, a, a one-bedroom apartment in the Heights. My rent was right. $600. Um, I found a one-bedroom apartment in the Heights. My rent was $600 with utilities and my car insurance wow, and stuff this, like that. You know, that was a you know, years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a long time ago. That was, you know, early 2000s. But I found something that I found, you know, I, 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 what I did was I educated myself and I, and I did my due diligence, and I found, you know, an apartment. I found things that I can do, and I can pay with one pay, with one check that I received. So that was my plan. So I want to be able to pay for my rent, my utilities, my car insurance with one check. You get four checks, in, you know, a month. Right. And the other three checks would be for, you know, my savings. And that was my right. goal. And that was my plan. So, so you know, you couldn't just, you know, kind of like party at that age, or you know, take trips with the boys because. Your plan required you to build up some savings. Yeah, I wouldn't say I didn't party and take trips. I just limited. <laughs> I just limited oh, maybe one or two a year instead of you know okay. like I had friends that would go away. You know they'd go away to the bike fest Memorial Day, Fourth of July things like that. But I would just find one that I can attend. Okay. You know, and I would focus on that one and have a good time. And then you know you, you know, and then I would do local things that didn't cost you know too much uh, right. take away too much of my funds. So that's what yeah, I, would do. I I like that because you had a plan and you knew that there was some sacrifices because, like you said, I'm pretty sure your your boys were like, "Come on, dude! Like, you got money, let's go!" <laughs> yeah, I missed I missed out on a lot. I definitely did, you know, because <laughs> because of the plan, because of the goals that I had, I wasn't able to to you know attend all the parties, uh, you know, do the right. and the boy trips and stuff like that. So I did miss out on now, a lot. Now share with the listeners, okay, when. 
you didn't have a lot of money, what kind of investments? Like, I, I get savings, but savings doesn't generate a high return. So did you, you know, decide, okay, I'm just going to open up a mutual fund account? Did, like, how did you start to grow your money? So that's, that's one thing I did. I took, um, you know, I opened up a mutual fund. My first, um, you know, the first time I invested, you know, the first experience with investing was with City, what it was, Capital One. Um, I went to Capital One. It was one down by the, what is it, the Newport Mall. I'm back in the Newport Mall, if you're familiar with Jersey City. Um, I went in there and I opened up a mutual account. I had $3,000 that I just wanted to try it out because, you know, I wasn't too fine investing. I never invested before. I didn't have, know too much about it. But I knew, you know, keep my money in the savings account. I wasn't getting any interest. So, right. you know, well, let me go down there and see what options they have for me. And um, I went in there with um, $3,000. They opened up a mutual account. And it gave me a password to log in to, you know, to check it. And I would, right. you know, check it every day <laughs> to see if it went wow. up or went down. But what people don't know about that, you know, with these dollars, that's not a lot of shares. So it'll probably go up, you know, $5, $2, $3 every day. However, by me checking it and educating myself, I learned the trends and, you know, the ups, ups and downs, you know, when, when why the, the energy fund increased $5, why it decreased $2. So once I started educating myself on that, then I started investing more money in some mutual sure. funds, and then eventually I started investing in stocks. Wow. So basically it was you just reading, and um, did you talk to, like, um, brokers, or did you just, like, self-knowledge? No, I didn't talk to brokers because that's, uh, when it comes down to it, for you really to sit down with brokers and for them to give you advice, you have to have a large sum of capital, cash. So, okay. you know, with $3,000, no one really wanted to help me because you're not getting too much commission off of that. So right. it was more booklets that they would give me to educate myself. And I also, you know, enrolled in, you know, enrolled in JCU, New Jersey City University, and got my bachelor's in business. And then I mm-hmm. enrolled, after I got the bachelor's in business, I went for my master's in finance. You know, because I said, if I don't have too much, you know, money, and they're not going to teach me, so I have to teach myself. So that was one right. thing I did. I, I educated myself. So I enrolled in, um, well, after I got my bachelor's, I was accepted into the, what is it, the master's program for financial right. planning. Wow. So then I guess what we can say is, um, you know, regardless of how you start off, like whether your parents had money for you growing up, once you start working, the first thing is to realize where do you want to see yourself going? And then you got to look at your own financial portfolio or, or your bank statement and figure out how much out of this check can I put away. So yes. now that you look at how much you need it or you just started saying, you know what, let me just start putting away a certain amount. And I want to highlight, don't go trying to, you know, live this high-profile life in the beginning, you know, because that will make it harder for you to have anything to work with. Yes, yeah, that's true because I would see a lot of people, you know, when I went, when I was attending, when I was attending college, you know, driving BMWs and Mercedes Benz and stuff like that. I'm like, how can they do that? I got this, you know, it was 1990 Chevrolet and, you know, 1993 Agro Legend. And I'm like, how do, how do they get, get this, this Mercedes Benz? And, you know, you start to, you know, see, realize that people are, you know, taking out loans against the, the you know, the, the, what is it? Uh, their tuition, you know, they're taking out extra, you know, getting extra exactly. financial aid and stuff they're like that. And that's the stuff that, loans. yeah, they're, they're living off their school loans, and that stuff's going to affect you 
when you graduate. And I was like, I'm not trying to do that. That's not something I want to do. I don't want to flash now and then have to struggle, you know, in my 30s and 40s and stuff like that to pay that back. So that's one thing that I didn't want to do. But, you know, what helped me was a plan. I created a plan on, you know, how much I wanted to save. And right. I went after it. So it was like I went after it. I said that I wanted to save, you know, $800 each, you know, what is it? I could say $800 a month. Uh, it was eight to $1,500 a month. So I created a plan to save that money. So I said, if I want to save $1,500 a month, I can afford this month, this much of rent a month, this month of car insurance, this month of, you know, hanging out or playing and, you know, stuff like that. Or, right. you know, this month, you know, I got to eat $300. I got to have this amount of money to buy food or you know, entertain myself and stuff like that. So that's the plan I created. And then once I created that plan, I went after it. Wow. So now that you know you have, this is the plan that I have, now you have to go after it. Okay, so now since I only can live, you know, I can afford this much rent, so I have to look in this area. I have to find an apartment that, you know, coincides with what I, what I need right. or what I can afford at that time. So, you know, once you have that clear plan and vision, it's easier to do, you know, so that's the thing that helped me out. So it's a vision, well, it's, it's saving, like just buying the process, but putting stuff away. Then it's get a vision for where you want to see yourself going and how much it'll, like you said, it'll take for months to start building towards that. And then you have yes. to manage your lifestyle according to what you want to do. You can't, okay, so let me let me ask you this. If you're someone who you're struggling right now financially, you have, let's say you already have kids. I have kids, you know, I, I make okay, but with my bills, you know, I'm basically living paycheck to paycheck. How would I even start to save? Ooh. I would, <laughs> I would recommend, <laughs> that's, it's tough. Yeah, I understand there's a lot of people out there like that. But I would, mm-hmm. you know, I, I would do a financial needs analysis. Um, right. You know, it's easy. It's not hard. It's free. You can go to a bank. They can take all of, you know, you know, all of your income and all your expenses and break it down. And then, you know, they can see where you, see if you have any, you know, income afterwards to do anything. Or if you're, if you're in a positive or if you're, you know, or in a negative. You know, so if you're in the green or if you're in the red. And the thing right. about that is once you, once they break it down on and you see all expenses that you have, Sometimes you find out every expense that you have is not necessary. Mm. Yeah, you know, and then like some people say that oh, I don't make a lot. I don't, I don't do, I don't make a lot. Right. And I don't do this, and you know, I don't have enough for this. And then after you break it down and you go over the expenses, everything that they're doing is okay. You, 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 you spend, you know, fifty dollars on a lottery a week. You know, right. so you know, like so, it's like you know, it, it, or you um, you you go out to eat every Friday. And that's like thirty or forty dollars, and that's money that could be saved, you know. Yeah. So, well, you, you your goal. Like you may have to just yeah, yeah. For kids, something you know you need that. Okay, well, I don't have internet. I, I get the little rabbit ears they have now, and I have my little four channels. And, yeah, the know, fire sticks and stuff like that. And, yeah, and that's the thing is, you know, like you said, like you just said, K one that is, you know, can easily be one hundred seventy seven dollars. That could be one hundred seventy dollars that you take. And put into your savings onto a CD, not even a CD, because CDs don't give too much interest. But you know, you can invest that into a mutual fund or something like that. You know, every so month, and that that add up. They have um, different programs now where you can invest as little as like twenty five, fifty dollars a month to start you off. Um, yes. These yes. online accounts, mutual funds. Yeah, they do have mutual funds, and the thing about the the mutual funds is 
when you open them up yourself and you you don't you open up not you know if you open up an individual mutual fund that sometimes you know that they um they're matched to what you put in to a certain percent so oh, up to you know they might yes that's the thing so say no matter what you put in if you put in one hundred and seventy seven dollars they match up to six percent so up to three thousand dollars up to five thousand dollars and once that five thousand dollars is you know maxed out throughout the year then they stop you know you know matching you with that so they do so you know that every year yes every year that's every wow. year did you and, know the and they don't tell people that's the thing you know what's that do you know the name of any of them like can you think of one that matches it outside of your job oh it's um definitely fidelity has one okay Fidelity has one. I do not know the name of it, but um, okay, I opened up one. And I will, I will put it up on my site. You know, I'll, I'll do some research on Fidelity and, and put that up because I didn't know that as well. So you definitely have given yes, they, Yeah, they, they do. They, they match. See, people, most people think that just because you have, you know, to, to get the match out to get, um, you know, free money, you have to have, you know, your your 401ks and stuff like that and your job has to, you know, you put in a certain amount and they match it percent, but that's not true. You can open an individual, uh, you know, Roth IRA. Because a lot of people are not invested in them, so those are, you know, the things that they're enticing people to get them to invest in, you know, put their money in, you know, with Fidelity or uh, Bank of America, stuff like that. They do all for, yeah. you know, the matching programs up to a certain percent, you know, for a certain amount, you know, every year. Mm-hmm. And, and that's one thing I re- that I, I, I highly recommend for people that don't have too much income because if you only put in $100 and someone can put in another $100, that's $200. So that just doubled what you put in, you know, until you exactly. get that threshold, get a threshold of three thousand or five hundred thousand, whatever that threshold limit is, you know. Oh, exactly. This is this is great because I know there are people like you know, like you just said, like I was saying that, you know, either they're you know just making it or barely making it, but they still want to, you know, they want to come up. They want to try to get out of that situation and, and do better. Um, but we're so used to saying we don't have and we can't. That we don't even look for those, like you said, those but, little things. Yeah, and they, they don't look for, and the banks, and the banks don't tell you. You know, they they, they really don't tell you. You know, mm-hmm. because yeah, that's not you know, our people are not. You know, they don't really trust banks. They don't really spend their money, put their right. money in the bank, stuff like that. And I, you know, especially when I go to the bank, they they, it's tough with, and I I know this is not like a, you know, the race, podcast about race or anything like that. But you know, minorities and stuff like that, they they. They, they don't educate themselves with the banks. The banks have a lot of, you know, you know, programs to help them out. However, you know, they're not going to come to your house, knock on your door, and give you information. Right. You have to, you know, you have to actually go out there and you know, sit down and ask them. You know, you know, what do you, you guys? I want to invest. Hey, I have five hundred dollars. I have a thousand dollars. Always, it doesn't matter how much money you have. There's always a program that they have for people, low income, you know, you know, families wow. and stuff like that. You know, so, like but, you know, that's you one thing I would recommend. Yeah, yep, that can help you do that, yeah. Okay. No, so just like, you know, when I first... To go and search out your local banks, and so would you say do it with a local bank, or would you get a bigger bank for your buck going to an online bank? Um, You can go to local, uh, all bigger. My experience, uh, I first started off with a local, uh, with the okay. trust company in Jersey City. When I first, you know, when I first started, you know, you know, when I first, you know, acquired credit, I went to the trust company and they said that I was too young. I think I was around 16, 17. 
They said right. I was too young to have credit, but they had a program saying if I give them a certain amount, they give me a card where I can use that. You know, some people call them rush cards now, but back in the day it was just a, you know, I gave them $500 and then I was able to get a, a card and then I kept using that card and every time I used it, it built, they, they put some on it. So if I spent $50 and I paid off the $50 at the end of the month, they gave me $50. If I spent $100, wow. you know, so it's programs like that. I didn't know anything about that, but I was 16, 17, I went in a hack. And that's the program that they gave me, and that's not enough for. So there's a lot of things that we don't know that they have. Exactly. You know, and if you never ask, you, you'll never know. You'll just be you, you'll just be that person that say, oh, I don't have any funds. I don't know how, you know, invest. I don't know how to grow my wealth, stuff like that. But exactly. you, you, have to, you definitely have to ask, you know, and that's the thing. And the same, and the same token, okay, people, you guys can't say, I want to save and I want to build wealth, but every time, you know, you blink, you're buying something else. You know, yeah, your house doesn't mean all that. Your apartment, just because it's on sale, doesn't mean you have to get it. Like, you got to learn no. how to close the wallet. And that's what, and that's what I recommend, you know, to anybody that's listening that, that, that says they don't have the funds. Or they do a financial need allowances. It's free. You can go to the bank. You know, if you have a bank, most of the people do have banks. If you, you know, you, mm-hmm. you, you, yeah, this time you walk in there, do a financial need allowance. They have all your expenses if you're paying, you know, most of the time everybody, it, most people are now using you know, the banks to pay their bills and stuff like that. You know, with, with, you know, so everybody, they, they know, you know, what are you, you, what your expenses are. They know how much money you're bringing in. So they could, they could do it in minutes. And then it'd be, it, it, it'll open up your mind to see how much money you're spending on unnecessary things that you think are necessary. Exactly. You know, you, 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 know, you might be buying lunch and you spend $100 a month, $80, I mean $80 a week, $40, $50 a week where you can buy food and prepare your lunch and save $30 a week, 30 times you know, four is, you know, 120. So, yeah. no, no, yeah, so, so, it's like, what is that? Yeah, so, I, I don't know. So now, now, you took that, so you were saving, um, when you started working, you knew you wanted to, you know, own a business and, and, and build some wealth. So now, you know, years later, not that many, you're still young, but years later, um, uh-huh. you know, you're still, in your 30s and not even on the upper side, you know. So you're a young man, and you were able to, you know, start a business. Um, yes. Again, was that strategic? Like, did, would somebody be able to say, you know, I have this passion for something, and I'm, I'm good at it, and I want to start a business, but, you know, I, I don't have that capital. Um, from what you went through, is that something they can start with, or you just have to have, you know, a, a large amount of capital set aside. Okay. I, the, the first question was, was it strategic? That's what you're saying, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, it, it was strategic. Um, you know, I went to school for financial planning, um, but I didn't go to get a, you know, de- get a degree to work for someone. I wanted to mm. use my own, own education to open up my own business. So I already knew that, okay, this is degree is, this degree is not for, you know, me to hang up at Bank of America, you know, Fidelity and stuff like that. It was meant to hang up at, you know, at my company. You know, right. and, um, you know, I wanted to learn as much as I can to educate myself to own more business and be successful, you know, for my family and build generational, you know, wealth. Mm. So that, that, so it was strategic. It was, you know, learn as much as I can in the finance world to open up my company. And, you know, and that goes back to, you know, when I, when I told you about investing and being frugal. You know, and this is what comes down to the capital. You you have to have capital if you you know open 
you know what I'm saying? So you might have to take on investors, you know, also. You might not, you know, you might think that you have capital, but you might also have to take on investors. You know, and I, I have other people that I went to school with that got grants and stuff like that, and I have no idea, you know, how they went about that route. That's something that I didn't do. I went into the point where, okay, I want to open up my company when it's in a certain, you know, at this time, at this time in my life. So I'm going to save up and I'm going to sacrifice and then I'm going to use this capital that I saved to open it. So that's mm-hmm. what, you know, that's how I got into, you know, that's how, you know, we completed that process and opened up my company, which is 912 Properties LLC and 912 Property Holdings LLC. Wow. And, and people need to understand with investing, with wanting to open your own business, there's still a lot of sacrifice. Like you don't get to live high on the horse like you see people on TV until you've put in, you know, you put in some manpower and some money before, you that's know, the, you really start seeing the return. Yeah, and that's, and that's the thing to go full circle. When it comes back to the class that I took in high school where we ran a school store, it taught me, you know, okay, this is the money we were making from selling, you know, books and pencils and calculators and, you know, gummy bears and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to take this certain amount of money and we're going to put it away to buy more material. And that, you know, helped me in my business because, you know, you know, I can make money from this acquisition or this property, but I can't take all that and go buy a car. <laughs> you, know, you know, you know, go on vacation because some of them, you know, profit has to go into, go back into the business. You know, so that okay. has to go back into the business, you know, to, you know, buy, inquire more you know, properties or anything like that, widgets, whatever you're selling, or, you know. Exactly. Well, you know, I, I am really um, thrilled, and I'm glad that you took the time because, you know, we always hear the person, you know, like the Buffets and, you know, the Gates who are wealthy, and, you know, you just look at that side of it, and, yes, they do give you some good tidbits, but sometimes you want to hear from someone who, had the same background as you, that, you know, okay, you know, they grew up in the inner city just like I did, and, you know, they had that average job, but yet this is what they did so that I can do it. You know, I may not, you know, walk exactly in your footsteps, but it's just to say, okay, if he can do it, and he didn't start out with anything, then I can do it. You know, and even if I started out making some mistakes and spending too much, you know, like you said, I still can now do an analysis of where I am right now and move forward. Yes, and you're gonna make mistakes. <laughs> you go, especially when you're when you're you know you're gonna make mistakes because it's your company. So you're gonna to want to do things no matter you know what you learned or you know who's mentoring you. You still you know want to put your stamp on it that is yours. You know, and that right there is gonna lead you into you know areas where you you don't need to be in. But after that, you know, once you learn, you you take that you know grain of salt and you just you you put that learn. You, and once that you turn that that mistake into a learning you know situation, and then you move forward. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's the thing. I was talking to um, this woman at my job, and, you know, because sometimes our people, and for, for those who, you know me, but he's also black, so um, yeah. they, they, they make it seem like, you know, our people just are can never get ahead, you know, and other races and nationalities have an advantage. Well, this, this is a white woman, and she told me, she was like, Tara, I really messed up early on in life, and me and my husband struggled. And we basically were living off of credit cards, you know, to buy food and what have you. And she said, um, then we had to really, like you said, we had to take an honest look and say, okay, this isn't working. How do we change it? She said, and we cracked down on the spending. Her husband took a pay cut to get a job that would give him um, a pension so they wouldn't have to worry about retirement. He would have a pension. 
And now she's 48, and before she turns 50, her house will be paid off. The loan she took out to get everything will be paid off. So, you know, sometimes you got to bite that bullet and make the sacrifice and really go without for for what is, you know, like you said, like you struggle now for what's later. So now she's yeah, going to she's not going to have any debt, and she's going to be chilling. Yeah, that's, that's, and that's the thing. Once you realize it, and the thing is she, she they, they learned and they, they, they got, you know, hit early, and they, they figured out, okay, this is not working, and they said they're going to make a change. And one thing with our people is, you know, <laughs> sometimes we'd be so stubborn that we don't want to make that change. You know, we just mm-hmm. want to keep doing what we want to do, and then, you know, you exhaust all your avenues where you, you can't get any funds and stuff like that. And then, you know, what they start doing is they file for bankruptcy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, now you got now you buying eight ball. Yeah, then you try to borrow from other you know family members or you know friends and stuff like that. And then you always you know underneath trying to you know come from buying eight ball. But you know, and that's why I said the you know, biggest thing is if you are working with a bank, you know, because I don't work for any bank, so I I don't want to tell people where to go. If right. if you have a bank, just do an analysis because that piece of paper is numbers, so it's not emotional. Right. You know, so it's numbers, it's not emotion, it's, it's positives, you know, it's, it's negatives, okay, it's debits and credits, you know, so you, it's, it's not emotional, so you see these numbers and you see, wow, I, I spent this amount on this, you know, I bought, exactly. you know, I bought three or four sneakers last month, I don't need three or four pairs of sneakers, well, I got six pairs of sneakers that I barely wear, you know, exactly. you know so it's like, you know, and, and that's the thing, if, if, if you don't, if you separate the emotion from you know, your, your finances, it definitely will help you out. And that's what, that helped me out, you know, in my life. You know, I was like, okay, you know, everybody, I don't know how, how people do it, but I used to always, you know, use money, you know, with emotion. Right. You know, okay, I made a certain amount of money, let's have fun, let's ball out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, so that, you have the... Celebration. What's that? I said everything is a celebration. Yeah, it's like, okay, yeah, I just made this deal. We just closed on this. Or we, we, you know, this benchmark, or you landed this, or you, you know, you got this bonus, or, you know, and it's like, okay, let's, let's do this and you do that. And then once I start separating it, like, okay, you know, I, I did sell this. I did get this bonus, but I'm not going to do that. I don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't, I don't need to do that. You know, so I, I can live without doing that. You know, like, for example, me and, you know, me and my wife, we just closed on another property. And we didn't, congratulations! Yeah, yeah, thank you. And, and you know, when we're gonna be fixing up and you know putting it back on the market, and we went and got you know two Mountain Dews and some gummy bears. <laughs> you right. know, because you know, you know, if we were in our twenties, it'd have been totally different. We'd have went out, you know, to expensive restaurants, spent around three, four, five hundred dollars, took pictures. Yes. But you know, now we have a vision and plan. Like, okay, we did this before. We know how to act. We know, you know, what we want to do. And it's not emotional. It's numbers. Exactly. You know, exactly. you know, so it's, that's the thing. It's numbers. Okay, we, we did this. We know what we have. It's, it's numbers. So now we need to make the numbers, you know, benefit us. Exactly. Well, I thank you again, Trump, for just enlightening um, my listeners and myself. I'm going to go and um, look up some stuff and um, to be able to share with them and incorporate it into my life. Um, but like you said, you know, I made some mistakes and then had to kind of regroup. And, you know, sometimes we get a pity party because I'm like, I can't believe I'm 40 and I'm still trying to save money because I spent a lot. Um, but then once I got out of my pity pot and, and said, okay, Tara, let's just get it together and, you know, sat down with my husband, 
Now it's like, okay, we're doing good. We're, we're, we're no, you can put yeah. aside. Yeah. And, you know, you, you should, no matter what you do, when you're making money, you're saving money, everybody should have one thing that they, I'll say, I say, you know, they, they, you know, they go hard with. Because if you don't have that one thing, then you lose track on different things. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So if you like vacations, then it's okay if I, I hit this landmark, I, I hit this achievement. Within a year, if I got three or four achievements, hit one, I go on vacation, hit the, the second, go on vacation. You do it. But you just make sure that you have the funds allocated to that. And then you have, you know, because if you don't, you know, do anything and you just, you know, okay, I'm just working, I'm just saving, I'm just working, I'm just saving. It's going to be a time where you're just going to spend too much because you're going to be like, I haven't done anything all year, and I was going to spend six, eight, ten thousand dollars Exactly. And even with vacations, you know, I know I've talked to your wife about it. We vacation on a budget. We know how much we're going to spend before we get there. We basically have everything paid for before we go. So all the bills are paid before we go. You know, people mm-hmm. have to realize that because there was a time in my life when I would go shopping before paying rent. <laughs> yeah, but those things too, but those motivate you as well in life because if you can save and you, if you can save and you do have, you know, your hobby or your, you know, your, your passion mm-hmm. that you like knowing, that also motivates you to get to that goal. So like, you know, you still should have fun. You still should spend some money, you know. You know, I did have fun when I was saving, living in one bedroom apartment. I went to the bike fest every year. You know what I mean? So like, I, I knew like, you know, I had my car, I had it painted. You know, rims, whatever we did when we were young, but I did have some fun because right. I didn't want to, you know, and that motivated me. Like, okay, I know, you know, the bike fest is coming up. I got to get on my ground. I got to save. I got to make sure I have this money saved so I can enjoy myself, you know? Exactly, because you didn't want to take away from what your plan what was. you had, so yep. We yep. basically just want to tell you guys, be strategic. Be strategic in fulfilling that goal. Write stuff down so you can see it on paper, what you need to get to where you want to go. Talk to people. Get your analysis. And if you listen to nothing else Sean said, understand that it is possible. And he is a living witness that if you put money away, you get educated and apply that with the knowledge that you can. You can save for a nest egg and you can start that business. Yes. Yes. So, Sean, again, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. And, guys, you know, if you have any questions or comments, email me at lbrnoexcuses at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in to Let's Be Real.